1997, I was given a sabbatical by my school. And as part of the sabbatical, they gave me a gift of a round-the-world plane ticket. And my goal in that trip was to visit schools, visit a lot of different places. And one of those places was a school that was getting started about 20, mile, 20 kilometers north of Chiang Mai in Thailand. They were just educating their teachers, and I was going in as an experienced teacher to help advise them and work with them and with their librarian in getting set up. Well, I happened to arrive in Thailand on the Thai New Year, and I went through Bangkok on the way up to Chiang Mai. And there's a custom, there's a Buddhist custom of at the start of every new year, and this was April 1st, and no, it was, I'm sorry, it was later than that. It was the middle of April, and uh, Bangkok is the hottest city in the world. I believe that's officially designated, uh, but it was steamy and hot. And their tradition is to pour water over the shoulder of the Buddha, to wash away the old year and start fresh with a new. Now, this custom has evolved in Bangkok to teenagers driving down the street in pickup trucks with trash cans full of water and dousing all the passers-by. And having been one of those passers-by, it was terrific. <laughs> because the water was refreshing. You got soaked to the skin. You got a little moment of relief from that incredible sweat and heat. And it reminded me a little bit of coming off the hill after working in the shop with all that sawdust, sliding into second base, getting that dirt, or playing on the courts and having the clay, and then going down to Newfound Lake and jumping in. And that great feeling of washing away all that grime and all that sweat. But when we go down the hill to jump in the lake, there are certain things from that morning or that afternoon that we want to hang on to. We want to get rid, most of us want to get rid of the sweat and the grime, but we want to hang on to what we learn. The way that particular shot, that particular serve, the particular motion I had that made that serve go right in uh, and that aced it or that how to hold that tool on the lathe. We don't want to forget those things. We want to keep the endurance that we gain from running those loops. We want to keep the strength that we gain in the legs from going up the lane. We want to keep the habit of sportsmanship that we started to build by our acts on that tennis court. So it's good for us to think as we start a new year. What do we want to wash away? What do we want to keep? What do we want to make a permanent part of us? We're told that practice makes perfect. That is not true. As a really great rowing coach 
Larry Gluckman said, practice makes permanent. You've got to choose what you're going to practice if you want to make it perfect. And I'll go for excellent. Perfection's not a very worthy goal. But we have to choose what we're going to practice. Are we going to, in leaving on this new year, are we going to try to readapt and make a habit out of those kindnesses we did for each other? Are we going to make a habit out of the lightness and the humor that we've seen around us? What are some of those values that we'd like to hang on to? Some of the values we've been stressing over the summer. Valley. Leadership. Lorenzo. Honesty. Honesty. Kent. Kindness. Kindness. Alexei. To have a friend be one. To have a friend be one. Hugh. Trust. Trust. Buckley. Determination. Determination. And that was going to be Porter's. Avery. Sportsmanship. Chase. Thoughtfulness. Thoughtfulness. Henry. Friendship. Friendship. Think of these things that we have felt around us. And I am sure that having felt those values in action, that is the reason that these are important. So why do we repeat the same ones? Why do we come back to these? This list is not much different from the list that we have at the end of every summer. In a quote that Dave Ryder gave me from Richard Feynman, these ideas are old ideas. And this is something that Stabon pointed out in his tree talk two weeks ago. Practically nothing could not easily have been said by philosophers of the 17th century. Why repeat all this? Because there are new generations born every day. Great ideas do not last unless they are passed purposefully and clearly from generation to generation. We want to pursue these values because they work. And if they're taken in other places, even if it's a place where it doesn't seem to be a lot of honesty, there are going to be people there who appreciate seeing them in action. So these are the things we don't want to wash away with the sweat. We don't want to throw out with that ex expedition t-shirt that we were determined to wear every day of the expedition. I also want to say that when, it's, when they're used and applied at home, at school, in our broader communities, it's no longer Pasquani. This is you. You have made the decision to make this a part of your actions and a part of who you are. And you deserve all the credit for that. Will we be faithful? Will we have the toughness? Ralph Emerson said, it's easy in the world to live after the world's opinion. It's easy in solitude to live after our own. But the great man is he who, in the midst of the crowd, in the midst of the crowd,
keeps with perfect sweetness the independence of solitude. So what are some of the ways, if we've decided these are things we don't want to wash off, what are some of the ways that we keep them fresh? Practice them a lot. Practice them a lot. Sow the acts. Reap those habits. Tim. Listen to a tree talk or a chapel talk online. Listen to a tree talk or a chapel talk online. Those are now, as of the last couple of years, those are now available to them, to us. Alexa. Remember when you experience something good. Remember when you experience something good. Remember those experiences. Remember. Bill. Reconstruct some of the camp rituals at home. Reconstruct some of the camp rituals at home. Can you come up with some examples? Cold showers. Cold showers. <laughs> also saves on the electric bill. Thomas. Surround yourself with people that share the same values. These values are not unique to Pasquani. They are, are endorsed and practiced by people everywhere, all around the world, men and women. And find people that are going to support you in those. <coughs> Create that posse, that friend group that's going to help you through those tough times when you're being challenged. Keeping in touch, Shannon. Keeping in touch with people. At Keeping camp. in touch. Communicate. Communicate with friends. Jake, was that the same one you were saying? Okay. Reach out. If you've got a struggle, I've done this many times, even during the course of the summer. Reached out to friends, people that I think might be able to give me good ideas on the council and among the campers for ideas. How, what do you think? How should this get approached? We all have those times we need to do that. So what we're approaching is a great opportunity. As Olivier read, seek and ye shall find. You will find those people out there. You will find them especially if you're acting in a principled way. Because you might not think anybody out there is thinking this is a principled thing or thinking that's important. But if you act in a principled way, I'll bet there will be people that come up to you and say, I really appreciate it when you said that. Or I really appreciate it when you did that. So acting in that way is going to help draw others to you. I had a conversation with Rabbit on our hike up the Franconias. And Rabbit was telling me about his family's experience sailing around the world and across the ocean. And he said that when they were out in the middle of the ocean, they would encounter fishermen at islands, and I don't know, maybe even random boat sometimes. Uh, but people who had been out on the, fishermen who'd been out on the water for months, hadn't seen land in all that time, or hadn't seen a, a big piece of land. And Rabbit was describing these exchanges that they had, because they would be carrying things that were not really of much value to them, but were of great value to the fishermen. And the fishermen would have things that they had in abundance, but that the family would really like. Now, the one example that stands out in my head is cheap wine. 
There was, there, they had bottles, $2 bottles of cheap wine, maybe from Spain, I don't know where it was from. They really didn't have much need for it, but they really would love to have had the crabs that the fishermen had. All right, and Rabbit told me they are Centoya king crabs, evidently big. Uh, and they were eager to eat, getting some variety in the diet. The fishermen valued those, so, valued that having that wine so much that they they gave them lots, all the crabs they could eat for not a whole lot of wine. And as we were talking, we were talking about how out there the values, the value of different things changes. There, you don't have any set value. It depends on how scarce it is. It depends on your need for it. And he told me about when we were having this follow-up conversation on this, he told me that Porter was reading a book that told about a man who gave some people a handful of fish hooks, things that weren't a big deal for him. They gave him, he gave them a handful of fish hooks. The next day, he found on the deck of his boat, he found the deck of his boat loaded with fresh fruit because these fishermen needed those fish hooks so much that they were incredibly grateful and in exchange, they had this act of generosity toward him. Now, I told Rabbit on Friday that I was planning to use this in a chapel talk. And the way I was gonna use it was to say, all these other things have varied values. All these other things will vary in value depending on your situation but that the values we pursue at camp don't change in value. And Rabbit very tactfully said, I don't think that's right. He said, these values do change in importance. When you are in a tough situation, you know, when you're going about your normal routine, you've already thought it through, you don't have to lean back on those values, but it's when you're in a tough situation or when you're in a community that doesn't value them, that it's harder and they're more valuable the farther you are away from a community that does value them. And I stand corrected. The values of trust and honesty, friendship, kindness, respect, gain in importance. Here we have people around us who encourage us to pursue those values. It's easier. These values will often be even more appreciated elsewhere because they're in smaller supply. So as Bubble said this morning, remember the way, let's remember the way we felt here at our best. Remember the way we felt here at our best and try to recreate the happiness that that brings us no matter what the storms are around us. So let's resolve to bring them to our lives away. So how has this season been? Great until now. We've learned a lot. This last weekend, we just felt this surge of unity and sense of community. But as the Hanukkah question asks, what's the most important time in ex human existence, it's now. Now is the time when we're challenged to take Pasquani someplace else, carrying the values with us. 
That is the true test of whether this has been a successful summer. Out there is what will determine if this has been a banner season. Out there is where it, our work here will be thoroughly finished. Out there is where we will find the true glory. The test is out there and it's now. These values will help to see, us to see where we're going and they'll transport us to the places we want to be. They are our compass, they are our craft. Think of the ways in which each of us can be a contribution. Look at that, 120 different contributions going out to many different communities around the world. So let's jump in. Let's get doused with that water. Think of the possibilities, grit our teeth, fight all the harder, savor it, and bring it on. Happy New Year.